Welcome back, folks, to episode nine of the Subcockles of Reddit, your one-stop station for potential online vindication. I am your host, The Buck, with my co-host, The Raz, bringing you some real head-scratching stories from, uh, from the Subcockles of Reddit. And today, we're featuring a brand new subreddit. Ooh. Uh, well, it's brand new to us. It's probably been out there for a while, but I'm really behind the times and it really doesn't matter because I'm really excited to see your reaction to what this is going to be. It's coming to us from Fuck You Karen. <laughs> ah, I knew I knew it. I knew I'd get a, I knew I'd get something from boisterous laughter or a hearty guffaw. One of one of the two. Or any 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 spectrum of 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 that, I figured I'd get that for reaction from you. So, you know, our uh, our first story again from "fuck you, Karen" comes to us from user "fricky die high." Karen books meeting cancels it on the last minute. Now wants to cancel the ongoing project because I'm asking a call out fee for the next meeting. Go on. It's a shorty, but a goodie. I'm a freelance graphic designer and recently sent concepts to a new Karen client. He then asked me to drive a good 40 kilometers to him and back to discuss the concepts in person, which is really not necessary, but okay. He books the meeting. I drive all the way and when he wants, and then he wants to reschedule at the last minute. I told him that I don't mind rescheduling the meeting, but the next time I'm going to ask for a call-out fee. This morning, he informed me that he wants to cancel the project if I ask for a call-out fee. You know, fortunately, I made him pay a deposit before I started the project. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> you know, I, I got to tell you, you know, as short as this one is, it bothers the hell out of me because... I used to work for an insurance company that I did all my business on commission only by booking appointments. And you know what? When you're just starting out in that kind of job, some of your appointments are two plus hours away from the house. And there's nothing like making the bulk of that trip and then having somebody just flake on you. You know, it, it, it just it would just piss it. it I, I don't I, I don't understand it. And frankly, I don't blame the guy for being a little perturbed. Have you ever ran into something like that, man? Uh, I mean, similar in that, you know, I was a, I was a private investigator for, uh, I think, 11 years. Uh, some of it was part-time, some of it was full-time. There was one point where I was only taking my own cases. I, I had worked for an agency, a couple different agencies, actually, but uh, that was all, like, workers' comp stuff. So that, that, that you knew that was when that was going to happen. You, you had everything, but... When I had my own personal license and I would do business, um, I would get these cheating spouse cases all the time. And I hated them. Uh, and when I first started out, it was, if someone called me and said they wanted to hire me, I was like, okay, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> then I quickly learned that this sucks. <laughs> I, I would very much, I would not do any work without a deposit. And the deposit had to equal eight hours of whatever I was going to do. And I had different rates depending because I would get the, uh, I, I, I'm, they, they watched the TV show Cheaters. Remember that show? Um, oh, yeah. 
and they they want to get the big I gotcha moment, and it's like no, we're not we're not doing that. That's a huge liability. I, I'm not doing that. Or you know, you'd go out there, you'd be out there for two hours, and they'd be constantly calling you, going, "Have you got him yet? Have you got him yet?" Like, no, don't call me. I'll let you know when I'm done. You know, and then you get the ones where you would follow them because they were convinced. I, I had one in particular. He was convinced his wife was coming to the town that I lived. For a convention, and she was going to be fucking a coworker. He had the the adjoining room with a, a door in between them booked for me, and I went there and I sat on the well, laid on the floor with that door between those doors with cameras and everything ready, and she didn't do anything. She sat in her room and worked on her laptop. She went to the convention. Then when she came out, she went back to her room, worked on her laptop. Went out at one point to get McDonald's. Came back, worked on her laptop. <laughs> she wasn't cheating on him. And, you know, afterwards I told him that, you know, dude, here's a, re- here's a, like a, fit, a report documenting every 10 minutes of, the inter- of, her, of her fucking day for two days. And he, he was convinced that she was and he wasn't going to pay me because I didn't catch her. He paid me. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna Dude. say. That's all I'm gonna say to that. But it, it, it literally got to the point where I would not take. Uh, we called it fidelity assurance. I would not take those cases unless I was hired by an attorney and the client had, didn't have a way to. Con- I I explicitly told the attorney the your client cannot contact me. I don't blame you, Dude. I had two different private investigators from two different states report that I am the most boring human being alive to the person who contracted them to follow me. Yeah, I know who that was. <laughs> yep. And it was hilarious. It was hilarious. Such an egregious waste of money just to figure out that I go to work and go home. And that's it. I don't go outside of my house. I don't hang out with my neighbors. I don't have friends come over, parties. I go to work. I come home. And now, I don't even go to work. <laughs> I just stay home. It's, 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 it's weird. But either way, you know, if, if you're going to have somebody drive, you know, 40 kilometers, is, and that's one way, 80 kilometers, that's 50 miles. That's, that's a 50-mile round trip. Like, mm, I don't, I don't blame you for, you know, asking for a deposit. And frankly, if the client's going to want to cancel, if the client's going to want to cancel, then you know what? Um, good news for you. Yeah, really. Cause you, you know, don't want to, you don't want to work with them anyway. And, yeah, and, and if you're, if you're any kind of gig worker, always, always, always get a deposit. Always. Yeah, <laughs> Cause people are shit. And, and, and a lot of people know that if we, if it's a small contract, contract of some kind, it's probably not worth your time to go to court. Mm-mm. See, nope, nope, but nope. see, I'm a petty motherfucker and you screw me out of $20. I'll spend a $110 filing fee to get my $20 back because what people don't realize is that you can put in your complaint. That you, if you're correct, you want court fees. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, there's nothing wrong with that either. 
you might as well if you're gonna take them you might as well take them for everything oh i i, I put down court fees uh i'll put down attorney's fees if i have an attorney but usually not and i will put down uh pre-judgment statutory interest on that money yeah you're wow you're about a dick yeah but you know what speaking of shitty ass people another one from uh fuck you karen comes to us from user squatchy 444 karen duo cutting in line back in the times where the plague was still ramping up <laughs> i was sitting in the drive up lane to get a long q-tip inserted in my nose the lane was very well marked and coned off from the other lanes of traffic going around the hospital appointment was required and you were instructed to get in the drive-up lane at the time of your appointment shortly after i get uh, shortly after i get a text saying that i am next and pull up the current car pulls out of the appointment tent and then we enter karen who proceeds to drive the wrong way on the side of incoming traffic then pull a tight right turn in front of the lane that was headed straight through a stop sign she proceeds to run over a couple of cones and is now in front of me. So she proceeded to pull up to the little tent thing in the hospital had, that, that the hospital had set up, and the nurse would come out and shove the cotton into your brain. <laughs> a nurse, um, you know, that just, COVID tests aren't fun. All, already, already, just, I already feel for you. She, a nurse immediately fast walks out to the Karen Mobile, as I see a discussion ensuing with lots of nurse head shaking no and pointing to the line, etc. The nurse waves me up, so I drive up and park right behind Karen. Then the nurse goes back inside. I went back to listening to soothing music in my car for the next five to ten minutes, but Karen was giving me dirty looks following, uh, followed by her yelling to turn that crap off. My music was not too loud, but I was parked close with her and the car wasn't running with my window down so she could hear it. I replied to get out of my spot. She cut in line, didn't have an appointment, and the nurse already told her to leave. Karen suggested that I perform sexual acts upon my own person, as well as some other insults forgotten to me at this time. Me, being a civilized and very non-aggressive person, turned to the, uh, turned to the stereo in my car. I was only listening at a two. Uh, and with the two front speakers only, and increase the volume to somewhat near the maximum save limit so she can enjoy the faith-based ensemble group Lamb of God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? I have to pronounce, pronounce, I have to pronounce the silent Bs in words because I think it's funny. Lamb, crumb, thumb. It's just something I do. But anyhow. So that she could enjoy the face faith ensemble group Lamb of God. Wild gesticulations observed from the Karen and the raising of the middle finger to me. I guess that's his long way of saying she didn't like it and flipped him off. Then I put in my earplugs. That particular setup in the car was measured at a peak of 142.2 decibels at 40 hertz. After a minute or two, the Karen was losing her fucking mind, rocking her car back and forth and yelling at me out of her window. I just sat there with a blank 1,000-yard stare 
of a man who has had enough of stupid people. Karen leaves, speeding off to murder some more innocent traffic cones. <laughs> so then I decrease the volume to a normal level and pull up to get my test done. Nurse came back outside and she took maybe a minute or two in, uh, to verify who I was, scan my ID, and I got the long Q-tip thing jammed in my nose. Nurse said, thank you for being a patient. And uh, good job really making Karen pissed off with just the biggest smile you've ever seen. So, you know what? I mean, I got I to gotta hand it to you. You know, nothing like a little civil disobedience, a little passive resistance. You know? It's like, eh, fuck me, fuck you. <laughs> you know, you know those, uh, I'm not sure if you have them where you're at. They're, the McDonald's restaurants, they're starting to put in like dual like order screens. Oh my god. And it's always a fight like who's going to get in front and it's like dude just look who finished ordering first and that person goes first. <laughs> but I I I have so there's a McDonald's nearby that is literally the fastest McDonald's drive-through in the United States from where I'm at right now. That is a really weird moniker to, to have but they do uh, and it is extremely fast but i have sat and watched so many people like try to push somebody out of the way because they think they should be the one that goes first past that freaking call box i'm like literally you you, you if you're from here you know this is the fastest drive through in the continental united states probably in the, the whole united states um legit like for real yeah legit. Like, has it been named that yes uh wow you're not going to be waiting long. <laughs> Just fucking who cares? <laughs> but people will straight up fight about that. I've seen people screaming at each other. And it's like, you are in the fastest drive-thru you could possibly be in. Just go. <laughs> or just wait. You're going to get your fucking quarter pounder. Now, when you say the fastest drive-through in the continental United States, is that like out of all the drive-throughs, or is that just based out of cities with less than fifty people? <laughs> McDonald's. Period. End of story. Okay, just making sure. I don't know. You know, hey, when I was in eighth grade, okay, I took home third in the state for wrestling because I because I was so fucking fat, and there were only three other people in my weight class. Okay, like being the fastest drive through is a very like, you know, ambiguous statement. It's like the fastest drive through. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. it's like every time I look at Facebook right now, it's there's a picture of somebody and they're all happy and they're doing something. And it says this person broke, you know, has, you know, is the first, you know, female juggler who was born with an extra thumb and walks backwards to go to the bathroom that's going to pilot a 747. <laughs> they're, just, they're looking for reasons to be the first at something. It's like, you, you could dive down deep enough, and I could guarantee I'm probably the first person ever to use nail clippers with a certain criteria. Knock it off. <laughs> I'm going to have to, you know, that... I've never exploited that particular tree of accomplishments. I can just make up my own fucking medals. Yeah. And be like, yeah. 
No, you know what? That's a great idea. That is such a handy hacked way of living life. Yep, you yep, know, if yep. you can't win your own, if you can't get your own gold medal, make up your own sport and be the best at it because you'll be, yeah, okay, cool. Well, I'm going to be All the right. best. Well, you don't know the rules. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I mean, you know, it's got a home team advantage comes from somewhere. So we're going to go ahead and uh, go back to some more familiar territory with Am I the Asshole, submitted to us from User Deleted. Am I the asshole for kidnapping my roommate? <gasps> Maybe. <laughs> there are certain questions that if you ask them, they should just be rhetorical. You know, they, like, hopefully we got a little substance with this, though. All right. My, uh, I'm a female 21 with a female 19 roommate, and she's been wanting a cat for over a year, but our apartment has a strict no pets rule. So we're going from, our landlord, we're going from a cat to kidnapping? Okay. Uh, I'm interested now. No, you know, it's it, some, some, no good story ever started with a salad. You know, got to start somewhere. Might as well be a fucking cat. All right. <laughs> you know? But uh, our, our apartment has a strict no pets. no pets rule. Our landlord has been very clear on that after the last tenants ruined some of the furniture. Okay. I mean, like, you know, can't, can't really argue with that. Despite this, said roommate still desperately wants a cat and doesn't seem to care at all about the consequences of potentially not having a place to live or at least pissing off our landlord. My friend had been calling me dramatic for worrying and had somehow convinced a Reddit stranger to give them a cat. I'm not really sure how, but they were pretty excited. They were going to meet in front of a Walmart in the middle of the day, but I was pretty sure that was still not safe. She was A. Possibly affecting our lease and B. Putting herself in danger. I thought that this wouldn't go through and that it was more of a pipe dream, but now she was actually serious and I finally had to do something. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. All right. This is this is getting juicy. I pretended to come around and offered to drive her there. Hmm. I'm the only one with a car and public transit would have been a lot longer. I actually took her to a different Walmart and said she didn't uh, and and uh, I actually took her to a different Walmart and she didn't notice. Again, too far for public transit typically. She assumed that the stranger had stood her up and after waiting for around 2 hours, we went home. Dude, you're you should have just said no, man. You like wasted a, like a lot of your time on this, man. Later in the evening, she got a message from the stranger asking why she didn't show up. She asked if we'd gone to the wrong Walmart, and I confessed to purposely taking her to the wrong one. A worse criminal ever. She blew up and threw a tantrum, calling me a liar and dramatic, saying I basically kidnapped her because I took her somewhere without her consent. In hindsight, even though I made it very clear I didn't support this, I didn't have to do this whole elaborate plan and should have told her that I just wouldn't help her. Yeah, think. She's going to meet the stranger again tomorrow, so nothing was solved. Should I have just never done this in the first place, or is it at least better that I tried? 
all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and give you accolades for trying. You know, it's it. I'm you gonna, know, I. Go ahead. I, you know, but uh, you really did waste your time. You know, See, and whole... you're not the ass. You're not the asshole for kidnapping your 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 roommate. No, you're not an asshole for that. You're an asshole for not saying fucking no. You should have just kiboshed it. There's rules against it. You can't. Well, no, you're you're you know. you're an asshole, but because assholes are typically stupid, and because the whole time you're telling the story, I'm like, uh, what, is this person not going to message them on their phone and say, "Hey, I'm here. Where are you?" <laughs> you can browse Reddit on your phone, folks. Even if you didn't exchange like some kind of like WeChats or, or anything like that, they still could have messaged each other from their phones and said, "Hey, where are you at?" Uh, it just it seemed flawed to start with, so yeah, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, not not really, you know, too much to work with there. But uh, our next one is an "Am I the asshole?" post that I just lost. Okay, "Am I the asshole?" post. Coming from user specialist score 9759, who automatically admits this being a throwaway account after I read their email or username, but whatever. Throwaway account, have active family on here. Excuse me? You good? No, I'm really not. Your setup sucks. <laughs> it really does. It really does. I'm trying to like. Figure out the most seamless way, and I'm sitting here looking like the crooked man of Calcutta, trying to like manipulate my way around this whole fucking thing. I can't wait till we record the social liability podcast, and I have to try to do this shit stoned. That's gonna be a gas. But anyhow, am I the asshole for telling my father-in-law's wife to shut the fuck up? Nope. I. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I'm going to bother reading this. The answer is no, you're not an asshole. But let's just go ahead and give some fucking sizzle to this steak. I'm a 39-year-old male, and my wife, 36 female, have been married for six years and together for 10. We have two boys, C, who's three, and B, a newborn. My father-in-law is a great guy. He loves the grandkids, loves my wife and I, but he chooses awful partners. We know a lot of people like that. His newest wife, I'll call Lori, treats him like shit. He has medical issues and she leaves the hospital, runs grocery shopping, etc. to his kids so she can go out for long weekends with her friends. Father-in-law and Lori have been married for three years. And I've been respectful to her, but she really gets under my skin. She refers to my kids as her grandkids on social media but only wants anything to do with them when she can gloat and get validation from her friends online. They are not allowed at her house without my wife or I present, and she makes no effort to be in their lives. Leading up to the birth of B, Lori was harassing my wife and I about his first name. Oh. It's a family name. C is named after myself, and B is named after my father, who is alive, and brother who tragically died before he could have children. She kept telling us how much she disliked the name and would try to give us better options. 
My wife would constantly explain how important this was to me and that she loved the name. The big day came, and father-in-law and Lori came to visit my wife in the hospital after B's birth. She immediately started calling him by his middle name, L. I asked her what the deal was, and she said she couldn't stand his first name, so from now on, she would call him by his middle name. My wife asked her to please not, and that we would really appreciate the courtesy of respecting our wishes and calling him how we want to call him. She kind of looked up at me and sneered and said, I really can't do that. Please pass L to me. I want to take some photos for Facebook. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, buddy. At this point, I lost my shit. I told her to shut the fuck up and get out. I was so disrespectful on so many levels. Excuse me. It was so disrespectful on so many levels. Not I was disrespectful on so many levels. I feel like not only is she re uh, disrespecting my son's name and our wishes, she is also throwing shade at my father and departed brother for, to whom I was very close. She stormed out with father-in-law, and I haven't seen them since. My wife agrees that the sentiment, uh, with the sentiments, but thinks I could have been more tactful in my presentation. My father-in-law, who I have always had a great relationship with and want to continue to have a relationship with, thinks I need to apologize to his wife. My nah. wife's siblings think that I was harsh and that she was only joking around. The only person on my side is my dad. Where was I the asshole here? I'm willing to apologize and keep the peace, but only if she will compromise and respect my wishes to call Biggie by his name. You are not the asshole. Nope. And she's not going to. Fuck her. <laughs> Just fuck her. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I mean, what else is there to say to that? She's a fucking twat. Just no. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Nah, man. You know that's the. Th why is that? Why is that? Why is that not over in the fuck you Karen category? Yeah, no shit. I wouldn't even let her come to the fucking hospital. Nope. I'd have been like, all right, father-in-law, you can come over, but don't bring that woman with you. Don't bring the shrew. Nope. Just keep her the fuck at home. What an asshole. Not him. Her. Indeedy. Jesus. Frickin' Murphy. All right. So, we're going to go ahead and wrap this shit show up with, um, I, I read this one, and, uh, and I'm going to be very interested to hear, hear your commentary on this one. Why do I feel like because, I'm being set up? Oh, no, you're not being set up. This person did a perfectly good job setting their own selves up, and we're just going to run with the fucking ball. That's that's all this works out to be. Am I the asshole for locking my maid in the bathroom from user deleted? What? Well, throw away account because I think she follows me on Reddit. I'm a 30-year-old female and my 34-year-old husband have been married for over 6 years and we have one kid. Four-year-old Jack. A month ago, we decided to get a maid. Since, we, since we're really busy with work and cannot really take care of Jack in the meantime, we hired Sarah, 25-year-old female. Since the day Sarah came, I gave her instructions on what she could and what she could not do. I told her not to go inside my bedroom at all, like even for cleaning. All she had to do is take care of Jack and clean the house, except our bedroom. 
For Jack's safety, we decided to get some cameras and hide them in the living room, kitchen, Jack's room, and our bedroom. Yesterday, when I came back from work, I decided to watch the recording. I found her inside my bedroom wearing, wearing my jewelry, clothes, and she was taking a photo of herself all during Jack's lunchtime. So, instead of feeding Jack, she was taking photos of herself, violating my rules, and even wearing my clothes? By the way, she did violate some other rules, but they weren't as serious, so we passed on them and we just let, let, her, let her go. She needed the money to feed her mom. When my husband got home, I told him what happened. We decided to confront her, and she lied. That's what got us really mad, and we decided to punish her instead of firing her, since we felt bad for her mom. My husband threw her in the bathroom oh. and locked the door. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. My husband threw her in the bathroom and locked the door. I told him to take her phone so she can learn that things have consequences. We kept her in there for about six hours before we decided to open the door. She kept crying and apologizing, and we felt bad about it. I told one of my friends. She told me I'm an asshole, and I should have solved it a better way. I told her that I tried talking to her before, and that firing her wasn't an option. And now I'm confused. Am I the asshole? Yeah. Yeah! You're, you're, yep. you're a felon. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, bitch, you, you and your husband committed a fucking crime. Multiple. Oh, yeah. I mean, at the, like, bare, at the bare minimum you... battery, possibly assault, depending on how you got her in there. Uh, kidnapping, cause you, while you didn't take her anywhere, you still restricted her movements from someplace other than her domicile. You... And took her phone. Uh, like, and, and considering like, I, the cost of phones nowadays, you probably committed grand larceny. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Jesus, you're looking at jail time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you should have fucking fired her. Yeah. You know what? I, I was all on, like, even when I was initially reading this story, I was like, oh, yeah, that is pretty fucked up. She shouldn't be going around in your room gallivanting around with your jewelry and clothes and shit like that. But then... You know, you got people, stupid. This, this is actually why we have the police. Like, that's where this should have gone. You know, if you were going to go anywhere with it, it should have gone to the cops. If you didn't want to call the cops because you need the maid and you just wanted to teach no, her no, a lesson. No, she didn't do anything illegal. Like, well, so, even no, if she did. So no, no, like, the, the cops. No, 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 no. Cops should not have been involved up until the point where you fucking kidnapped her just because she was in your room wearing your clothes and wearing your jewelry taking pictures it doesn't mean she did anything illegal unless she took them so no the cops shouldn't have been involved in that but they should be involved now taking your stupid ass to jail yeah tell me about it <laughs> i'll tell you what man you know what if it wasn't for stupid assholes we would just have regular assholes and that shit wouldn't be as funny you know, that's, that's, isn't it, isn't it funny, the world that we live in, man? I try you not know? to think about it too much. Damn, well, you know, that's why we have podcasts like this. Speaking of which, make sure you uh, tune in on Saturdays and listen to Raz and I making fun of more of the dregs of society with the Social Liability Podcast. 
And, uh, you know, we appreciate you tuning in and listening to another episode, episode nine of the Subcockles Reddit. And we'll be recording another episode for you guys next week. Please like, subscribe, share, and pass us along to a friend. And again, I hope that you have a wonderful, safe, and happy week. Thank you.